Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Dadnamic. Uh, this is a new feature that we're going to put, uh, put out. It was um, it was kind of put into episode two uh, where we do a top five. It's a little thing that we're going to break down uh, just to kind of break up from all of the very harsh and very in-depth in things that we talk about um, with you know mental health and things like that. Our top fives are basically our own opinions. Um, don't hate on us for them. Uh, it's basically things that you know we kind of would like to promote. That we would like you guys to, if you haven't watched it or you haven't seen it, or you haven't thought about it. You know, things to go forward. Um, things that you guys might want to just get out there and 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 uh, go go out into the world and have a little look at. Um, so today I'm joined with uh, I'm, I'm joined today by uh, Bradley Orlando Sawhoney. That's how you pronounce it. That's how you pronounce it. Is it? <laughs> well done. Oh, thank you very much. And I'm also joined by the uh, the man that's on all of your uh, aftershave bottles and your uh, and, and and your polo tops, uh, Mr. Paul Smith. Hello. Uh, thank you. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. Yeah, I can, again, no royalties from. Yeah. Well, you know, you should. Um, <laughs> so um, today, our top five. It's going to be top five films, and this is quite difficult. We could really break it down into genre and things like that. The way that I like to think about top five films are the films you always go back to, films that you might go and watch multiple times and pick something new from the previous watch. You might have missed something. It might even be the fact that one of them, uh, yeah, one of the ones for me is if I'm on a day off or when I when I used to have a day off ill or something like that and it's like do you know what fancy watching a film I'll just throw that on because mm-hmm. I, oh, I enjoy it yep. um, number one oh sorry number five for me so the fifth fifth film for me at the top five is a film called Rock and Roller it's a Guy Ritchie movie that's mm-hmm. very underrated um, it's got yes. Jared Butler in it um, it's got Tom Hardy in it uh, mm-hmm. it's got um, loads of other cut Mark Strong's in it. Um, loads of other people that you, you'd recognise uh, from very British gangster films, and a lot of American actors and things like that. But the reason why I like it is one, it's very underrated, and two, you see a lot of um, culture from when we grew up um, mm-hmm. in it. So, yes, you've got the rock and roll lifestyle of Toby Kebbell, who is phenomenal in it. Um, it plays the drug addict in it absolutely brilliantly but there was a whole thing of like in the early 2000s with a, a Russian takeover of a football club and that's the mm-hmm. ba- and that's a little bit of a, <laughs> a backstory to it yeah there is a Russian billionaire that takes over a football club and all this kind of stuff and, and it really just boils down to kind of things that come away from that and just the acting side of things Tom Hardy in it plays a role that's a secondary character he he's in it for probably about five scenes, but you don't see, uh, you you will never see a character of Tom Hardy like this mm-hmm. because he's just hilarious and also very well done. He doesn't yes. overplay it and all this kind of stuff. It was when he was a bit of a nobody, but he still stands there next to the Jared Butlers mm-hmm. and things like that and plays it. Well. And Idris Elba, he plays along those guys a I lot. Know. Yeah, Idris is in it and he's, mm-hmm. he, again, phenomenal. Uh, Paul, what's your number five? I could agree. That was a very good film. A very good film. It's, it's an underrated. I'm going to go for another underrated one and it's one that if you put it into the genre there's always the um, the the ones that are more well known mm-hmm. I think this is the best one of the genre mm-hmm. and I'm going to go with The Untouchables oh. Oh. 
that film was just uh, from start to finish, from the start of uh, I know it was a little girl getting blown up outside the bar, but um, <laughs> from that first scene, it really set the tone and the pace. It as was a, such a well done as a story. Costner film. I mean, Costner oh. had a couple back in like yes. the uh, late I, 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 late eighties. Field, Field of Dreams is one of my favorite Field of Dreams. Dreams. I'm not even going to throw that throw out there. Postman is not as bad Postman, as it is. Robin Hood, Prince Steve, but that Prince was Prince Alan Rickman. Was in like Alan Rickman. But, um, I wasn't keen on Costner. Oh really? And I, and I, no. get, I get it. There was a You know where people actors always have, have you seen this the White Earp film? What's it called White Earp? Oh, okay. Is <laughs> it, <laughs> I haven't actually seen it. No, it's um, it's it's another three-hour epic, but it's it, he plays you know a, a, a factual character that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But in Untouchables again, he's playing another factual character. Yeah. Oh, it's just it, I, I cannot express to you how much I love this film. It's so good. Um, and we'll always take the line, um, who brings a knife to a gunfight? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> From it, and for, for that reason, Just for that reason one. alone, it is in my top five, and is it's it, number um, five. Is De Niro in that? De Niro is it, Al Capone. Al Capone, Al Capone. The bit where wow. he sat around the round table and he and takes Connor, the baseball out. Connery's in that. Connery's you forget how many good exactly. actors are in that. Just, yeah. oh, God, I was I a fan it. of Connery's uh, Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> it, was Scottish. it was incredible, wasn't it? And you've always Richard got the famous Connery. scene with the pram going down the stairs. That's great. Yeah, yes. that's great. Scene. Yeah, yeah. Just, Another Brian De Palma film, famous for directing Scarface. God, it's put Scarface in number five. No, yeah. no. <laughs> I, I've got so many films to name. Uh, obviously, uh, top five is very, very difficult. But um, the one, the main ones that come to mind, like in terms of uh, acting, people that are in it as well, and the rest of the cast. But number five, I'd say The Shining. Jack okay, Stanley wow. Kubrick film. Here's Johnny. Did you, did you Google the top five films no, of all time? No, no, no. <laughs> Honestly, I'd say that because Jack Nicholson and that always, if that's ever on, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. Because his acting in that is the epitome of acting. Yeah. He's brilliant in that. Every scene he's in is just captivating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a very old film, obviously, 90, I think it was 1980. But um, just every scene he's in and the horror that's in it. Because if you watch the film itself, it's not actually very bloody or violent you've got some you know some scenes flashback scenes creepy. the elevator creepy. it's a creepy There's film not, in it the main violence mm-hmm. is, is the threat of violence especially yes. the yes. one of the best yes. scenes yes. the actress yeah. went through in that film yeah, as well yeah, yeah, yeah. god no yeah, she was quite yeah, be, be, she was abused <laughs> out there yeah she was she got stressed but she did, re- she did a really good job as well but one of the best scenes in that is when he's walking like chasing walking, not chasing following up the stairs Mm-hmm. His acting is just top class. Oh, it's it captivating. But that film, the whole film, the, the even throughout, even the part in the um, the bathroom where he's talking to the caretaker, you know, he's all kind of like, yeah. mm-hmm. "You are the caretaker." <laughs> <laughs> and then, if you watch that scene, what's interesting about that is the the scene switches. Mm-hmm. Well, the caretaker's in that um, old English actor, but he's you know when he's explaining, "Oh, um, I, I don't believe so, sir." And Jack Nicholson's all smug and talking to him. Yeah. And then it instantly switches. Yeah. And, the, care- and the, the old caretaker that killed his family, the ghost of the caretaker, mm-hmm. is staring at him quite sadistic. And then Jack Nicholson's a scared character. Yeah. Just that small kind of details like that and the direction, that's a brilliant film, top class. Top class. I'm going to... For number four, it's a tough one because I'm a huge fan of murder, murder mystery. And it could be many different films I love the Goricci take of Sherlock Holmes yes, I think they're, I think, I think they're phenomenal what's the reason I thought the uh, second one was better yes Th- that yeah. scene where they're running through the forest oh, oh god well the god. guns and everything. but yeah. even the even the um, I make a third one 
Yes, yes they they, are. yeah, it's coming out soon. I cannot wait. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it to be honest with you, I probably put the first. I'd probably put the second one in as number six. That's how. Okay, that's how so good what, I think it is. What is number four? Um, again, honourable mentions would probably go to the Bone Collector. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, mm-hmm. Again, another slated film, but Denzel and Angelina Jolie really kind of go um, go together quite well. I'm going to put seven. Ah, oh, right. So yes. again, we had you know going back to crime drama and all this kind of stuff. We could talk about Saw because it's oh, a, yeah, it's a thriller, especially <laughs> the first one. The first one. That's one of the best ones. It, you know, it's my it's my favorite horror film, and I'm not a horror film yeah. fan. And it's not oh, even really? a horror film. It's a it's a gruesome it's thriller. a gruesome yeah. thriller film. Yeah, that's the best way of putting it. But I'm gonna put seven in because mm-hmm. seven You've got Morgan Freeman. Yeah. First of all, playing the old older cop. <laughs> the old old cop yeah. yeah, yeah. Almost like the Murtock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a lethal weapon. Exactly, it's a lethal weapon dark story and all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, Brad Pitt playing the younger kind of, the younger cop and all that kind of stuff. The twists and turns that they go through and then right at the end, Spacey. Mm -hmm. I mean, to be honest with you, it's his best role. In my mind. Yes. Ever. It's his best role ever. And he's only in it for probably about 20 minutes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, That's all that was needed. But it's all that was needed to have. The bit where he just turns up with his fingertips being, Mm -hmm. you know, sandpapered Mm -hmm. off and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) Just sitting there like, yeah, I'll take you to the last one. You have to follow me. Mm. And they go through the whole thing. Yeah, of course. What's in the box? Mm. It's a phenomenal scene. That's the interesting bit. The bit when they first see him covered in blood, he's just killed his wife. Exactly. Exactly. And they have to to go through the whole thing. And it's got the gruesome elements. You've got the the murder mystery side of things of who did what and all this kind of stuff. The only thing that get... The only downfall is that they could have really played into the murder mystery side of things of like trying to work out follow more of Spacey mm-hmm. if you'd have if they if they showed you Spacey right at the beginning I think another one again an honourable mention is a film called Prisoners I don't know if you've seen it no I haven't um, seen that I haven't seen that Jake Gyllenhaal um, mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman and oh, okay. um, a couple of other actors and things like that sorry about that we had a couple of technical issues uh, we're back at Dadnamic with the top fives um so yes, I was just briefly talking about uh, Seven being my number four uh, for top five movies, and um, yeah, so we were mentioned. I was mentioning a film called Prisoners. Uh, it's, it's actually relatively new out, based on a novel and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we go through, you go through like this whole story arc of you know, who did what and all this kind of stuff, and, and right at the end, massive twist and all that. It's just, it's not quite built up the cult following for me that Seven has, and Seven has been out long enough. That it has that, and and yep. as Brad pointed out in the interlude with Spacey, they didn't put him in the cast list because they didn't want you to know who the bad guy was. You had Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt and Gwyneth Paltrow, and that was it. You know, it wasn't like Kevin Spacey, you know, as well. It was like it'd be too it's obvious. Here. Yeah, exactly. It was too obvious to know. Um, go on, we'll move on from there. Uh, Paul, number four. Number four. The, see, the problem is when you do this top five list and you start mentioning films and you start you remember, saying, you remember other yeah, things. I know. Lethal Weapon. Uh, I think. Yeah, I know. Like, oh, man, this, uh, I could have. Uh, you could have one, oh, two, three, man, or I'd, four. I'd love with Jet Li. <laughs> but I will stick to my original top five. So number four ended with the line. I think this is my masterpiece. And Inglorious Bastards. 
Okay, yeah. Okay. Do you know what? When it we was did, just... When oh, we think about top fives, film. I didn't even put together a, a Quentin Tarantino movie, yeah. and I went for horrendous. <laughs> See, this is the thing. This is where you do a top five list, and it messes with you. Yeah. But um, in Glorious Bastards, from that opening scene where Christoph Waltz goes through three oh, different languages, he goes, he breaks down the person all the way throughout the film, the nervous tension... The I think the only other <sighs> film that he's been... The only other role that he's been... Even better than that is Django. Mm-hmm. And, a, yeah, and, and a, you know, again, it's another mm-hmm. Tarantino movie. Yep. It's Christoph Waltz doing his his own thing and all that yep. kind of stuff. Phenomenally well. The only thing that lets Django down, there's something not right there. They said, the, the, I don't know if it's storyline, I don't know if mm-hmm. it's pacing, I don't know if it's something else. It just doesn't, it's not never going to sit as a cult classic. Whereas okay. Inglorious Bastards will. Uh, Inglorious just. Everything about that film was so poignant. We were talking again earlier. It's got a little side character in who's one of my favourite actors of Michael Fassbender, who's Mm -hmm. only in it for about 10 minutes but has the best 10 minutes in it. Yeah, that scene's great. You know, where he's he's sat there in the bar, like, leave me and my mates alone. I was here (laughs) beforehand. Can you piss off, mate? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a three, wasn't it? Yeah, the three's the, the three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brad, uh, number four for you. Love was a different one. I have... Oh, I'd say... Constipation? Do you know what I'd say? I'd say... <laughs> I, I was... I'd, know, I'd say Heat. Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. Okay. I haven't seen this one. It's Heat's a good a film. Brilliant film. It's a good film. Um, uh, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer, yeah. De Niro and Pacino. I think it's the first film they had together when they were actually shared a scene. Although they were both in Godfather Part Two, but they didn't actually share a scene. Okay. But that film was brilliant because Pacino's yeah, he's a typical tough guy, smart cop. De Niro's the uh, professional criminal thief who runs his own crew of uh, crooks. But um, what stands out about that film is just is the acting again, De Niro and Pacino. Although I love both of them, De Niro is my favourite actor. I'd okay. say he's uh, the scene with them two. Again, was very was was brilliant, but the what stands out about that film is the shootout. Yes. You've never seen the film. The shootout is brilliant. Yeah, it's just it's it, look, it oozes like realism. You know, you know when you have like uh, you, you talk to people and it's like oh car chase films or yeah, bank yeah, heist yeah. films and all that kind of stuff, and they'd always mention certain things when it comes to shooting, a shootout, you know, a proper like two people at either end that you kind of want, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Heat. Is probably right up there. He, hey, I got to admit, it's it's banging. The reason why he was shooting was so great as well is because the fact it wasn't over the top. You know, yeah, they had assault rifles mm-hmm. hitting cars. No yeah. cars were blowing up. It was just okay. loud noises. Yeah. People getting killed. <laughs> loud <time>. noises. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't over the top. You know, like there was no music playing. Mm-hmm. There was no cars blowing up. It was just shoot like um, bullets flying. But it was a brilliant film, and uh, them two in it as well. That's like the perfect duo you want to see in a film. Okay. So number moving three. on to number three, and I'm going to break rule here because I'm hosting and I can. Is it not a movie? No, it's a movie. It is definitely <laughs> is it a movie. Short? It's actually three. Oh, it's three. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Fair because enough. because they're difficult to tell and all that kind of stuff. And I'm going back to the idea of do you know what? When you're at home and you're ill and you you just kind of want to watch a film and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, and it's Pirates of the Caribbean. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> you wouldn't expect it, but the Is first this, three... I remember there was a day where you texted me saying you swashbuckled my way to work. work. Yeah, yeah, I did. Because I used to have it. I used to have the Jack Sparrow theme tune as my, as my uh, alarm tune. I, if there was anything you was going to put, I would not have put Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, but... But, come on, on. The, the first three movies in this series are the best. And I know everyone's going to turn around and say that two and three drop, but they don't because they introduce one of the best bad guys and the best CGI bad guys, I think, exactly, mm. ever. Brilliantly played by Bill Nighy, yeah, who's yes. a very underrated yes. actor. I loved him in Love Actually. But it's... You've got the sense of adventure, you've got the comedy acts behind it, mm-hmm. There's the actors all play off of each other incredibly well. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, actually. And there's always... You never have, at the end, throughout all of it, that they're all going to win and walk away from it fine. Mm-hmm. Something is going to happen... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you de- you rarely get that from a Disney movie. You rarely it's get true. that from a Disney movie that's rated at 12 or, or PG-13 is, is mm-hmm. in America and what kind of stuff. And like I said, it's just one of those films. Say that Snow White was sexually assaulted. <laughs> she was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> no but consent there. The, the, I mean, to be I've honest with you... I've just noticed Luke has uh, Jack Sparrow's ring. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my little bit of silverware. But the, I mean, again, <laughs> if you were to go into films that you put on yeah, if you just want to watch something that's mindless, or you, know, you come out drunk or whatever, <laughs> or you're home <laughs> ill or whatever, you know, a bit of, a bit of Pirates of the Caribbean. The only other thing that I could think of with that was Shrek. <laughs> Honestly, you watch Shrek. What's this list become? <laughs> Shrek is the best kids' film in the world. I'm going to throw that uh, out there. Basil the Great Mouse Detective was my favourite. Oh, Oliver on. and Company. Anyway, that was Moving my preference on. growing up. So number three, I'm so glad you picked Pirates of the Caribbean because I felt like my number three was stupid, but I feel like... Yeah, 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 yeah. I just topped it. But number three um, was Bad Boys 2. Really? Uh, Bad Boys 2, yes. Was it better than Bad Boys 1? Yes. No. no. Definitely. It no. was not. Definitely. You have the scene. No, you have, the, you have boys, so many boys. different scenes. What, what you going to do? do? <laughs> what you going to do when they come before you? <laughs> no, because you had the scenes where you, you, say, you had the shootout where it's the one take and it spins yes. around. Oh, yeah. You have, um, you, there's just so much to this film. I, I, I don't get how you can say number one was better because number two was just absolutely phenomenal. I mean, number two Every, had more action. Everything about yeah. it. Well, yes, number two had more action, but you had the comedy elements, like where he's taking the, is it oh. ecstasy, and he's he's walking yeah, around the house. That, that is the problem that it's lets the, down Bad Boys 2. No, it isn't. It's too slapstick. It's the slapstick. It's, 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 it's not slapstick, though. It's silly. It's not. that You have that moment, but and, it but relates the to... slapstick always falls to Martin Lawrence. <laughs> of course That's it does. what annoys me. Because he's a yeah, serious yeah. actor, thank you very much. No, no, I'm, I'm sticking by those guns and Bad Boys no, 2. No, 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 it's, it's a fair shout. They are great films. You fucking swashbuckle um, your way to work. Oh, yeah, I love it, yeah. <laughs> but they're great films and it's got some great action in it. Mm-hmm. Just, I would just turn around and say that one, for me, is better for the reason that they dial down on the slapstick. Yes, mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence is still the butt of the joke out of the two of them. Mm-hmm. Because he's not as sexy as Will Smith. Let's be honest. That's what that's what they <laughs> were then going for. He has for. the serious bit towards <coughs> course, the end. Yeah. The yes. moment, the moment yeah, yeah, where yeah. It, it, it all goes down. But they throw he is the serious. Yeah, part. but they just sort of be like, "You have a sister. Throw that in there as the love interest of Will Smith." And that's just going to add another comedy <laughs> dynamic. 
It's a bit like it's, it seems a bit lazy. Speaking of which, number three is being made now. I know it is. Yeah, I know another, it is. It's coming out shortly. Another film with another one coming. Bradley. Um, Bradley. Do you want to three. do you want to let on, let in on a letdown of number three for the previous? <laughs> yeah, Bad Boys Two wasn't a good pick. <laughs> <laughs> and Pirates of the Caribbean was. Sorry, Pirates of the Caribbean one, two, and three. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Uh, I will say for my third film, Could I'd say I'd go psychological horror, Science of the Lambs. I thought was brilliant. One of my top picks. Wow, uh, that went from one spectrum completely. It went from, to the other. from Disney to comedy shootouts to very serious syrians. I, I think there's been a much better than Silence of the Lambs. What's your opinion? Uh, what on horror films or no? Or on, on, just on Silence of the Lambs. It's not. It's not. It's not because I don't class Silence of the Lambs as a horror film as per se. It's, it's never one of them films like The Shining that's. You know, it's a kind of psychological thriller. thriller. Holler. Holler. In, in between, in yeah. between. Holler. But you don't see a lot. It's what's implied. It's, I think exactly. that's what that's, I think that's, I that's, 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 you that's have my to, point. But you, look, look at the things like the psychology. Like the signs was a revolutionary new psychological thriller. Nothing happened. Was yeah, it, uh, yeah, it was. Absolutely. But, but si- science and Lambs had that same impact to me. No, it didn't have that impact. It's all about the this. It's the acting as well. Um, Anthony Hopkins. I was going to say you have to, you can't knock the fact that Anthony Hopkins and Jodie Foster they're that chemistry. They ro- they they properly dominated their roles incredibly mm-hmm. well. I, I, to be honest with you, it wouldn't be in my top five, but I have to. You have to give a nod to it's okay. I'm it's gonna, a great I'm film. It's okay. Prefer, I'll go with the nod on it's okay. Yeah, yeah. It beats battles too. Maybe. Uh. <laughs> you're not it's, you're it's not representing your people it's, very it's, well here. <laughs> It's one of those things where it's like, I like films, I, I, there's a lot of different films, it's hard to, these are mainly like a, a top five. Mm-hmm. You can't pick a top This is five what I mean. Like, just, you know what I mean? These are top films the films you always head. go back to. Exactly. Yeah, this is films, what we're talking about. If they're always on, like, cause we watched, I watched that recently as well because it was on TV, so me and Harvey watched it. Um, it's just, I like films where you can see heavy into the acting rather than yeah. props and special effects. You know, like the chemistry yeah. between actors and stuff like that. But that film... And his role in that, and Jodie Foster as well, it's one of them films that's uh, just always, always go back to. If it's on, mm-hmm. I watch it. It's better than Hannibal as well. It's better than yes. Red Dragon. It's out of the trilogy. It's the best. I mean, one. to be honest because with the, you, they made the TV series, which was brilliant. It's good. It's it's very arty fight. It's a bit too much for very, me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit, little bit too much for me. Um, but I, I, but I like the actors that the are film, in it. Yeah. Um, again, and the film, the film, the fact that they cut it down to a short for a film. Well, they did the film and then they did they that, f- yeah, yeah, and they tried to elongate on something that didn't really need to be. Yeah, let's delve into the backstory of Hannibal Lecter. We don't need to delve into the backstory yeah, of Hannibal, Hannibal Lecter. He's a nutter <laughs> <laughs> who eats people, <laughs> and it's played brilliantly by <laughs> by Anthony Hopkins. Let's just leave it at that. Exactly. Yeah, of course. But. Um, Okay, so what what are we at now? We're at number two. Number two. Two now. Number two. This is tough. Um, this is this is incredibly tough. Uh, is it going to be Shrek to. now? It definitely won't be Shrek. <laughs> uh, I still maintain that Shrek's the best kids film mm-hmm. ever. I think um, Nightmare on Elm Street is the best. Kids <laughs> 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 I, know, I, I say that was better than Silence of the Lambs. One mile. No fucking way. Yes. No, fucking what, not the backstory to it. No. I, I even suggest it's I, the best Nightmare on Elm Street film. Oh out yeah, the, out of the millions they made. No, but, but it does not be a film like Silence of the Lambs. I think it does. Anyway, anyway, number two. I think I'm gonna go with. Hate me for this. Mm-hmm. You will seriously hate me for this. Is it ten things I hate about you. I no, it's not. It's definitely not. I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely not in that way inclined. Um, 
I'm gonna go with, with one of my one of the films I remember from being a youngster. Um, and it is um, it, it's Commando. Oh, with that, oh, I love this. Arnold Schwarzenegger. You remember right. I killed you last? Now, <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna go with a corny eighties <laughs> comedy amazing. slash yep. I love this action film. movie and all that kind of stuff, it's <clears throat> it's his best. I it's right like up film. there. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of the first movies. You now again. I was far too young to watch this when I actually watched it. Dad would pretty much put it on and just not have the sound on because we weren't really allowed to swear. But we were okay to watch the action guys inside of things and all that. Um, Lit off some steam, Benny. Uh, get to the chopper. Get to the get chopper. To the chopper. <laughs> because it's classic. That one line, yes. get to the chopper, is I, I, absolutely I, I, classic. I, I, you I have totally to agree. You have to throw it. It's his best. I totally agree. It's his best. Mando was fantastic. It's, um, it was a great film. I wouldn't say it was one of Schwarzenegger's best films. Really? What would you say? Can no. and Cop? Or Junior? Oh, I was going to say Kindergarten Twins. Cop. <laughs> Twins? <laughs> Twins! <laughs> Twins. <laughs> oh, what's the, uh, the Christmas one he done? Last Action. Oh, yeah. Jiggle Away. Jiggle Away. <laughs> no, I'm not going to lie. As a, as a, that was a great film. As a Christmas movie, that that's, that's got to be in the top no. five. Uh, top yeah, five yeah, Christmas yeah, movies. That's okay, maybe top five, but... Mm. Yeah. But it's, um, uh, yeah, uh, as, as Arnold Schwarzenegger movies go, and he's probably one of the dominating actors... Of our generation, yes, he's probably he's probably my favorite action hero. Yeah, the films he's done. Mm. But, um, I mean, oh, to be honest, with you, it was close out of that and Lethal Weapon, and I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Weapon. The first one's the best one by far. And and, and I'm Ooh. not gonna lie. I'm gonna yeah. I was gonna say out of the Lethal Weapon movies, I would say possibly threes. Three was incredible. Two had the diplomatic immunity. Diplomatic if, if, it wasn't, if it wasn't for, I forgot it's the actress's name, pretending to put on a South African accent. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, the, the, uh, the Sam, Sam, come on, Sam. You're like, yeah. oh, my God, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then yeah, was oh, a... well, four was incredible with Jet Li as well. Yeah, I, didn't really, I, won't, I won't take in on four. Oh, shut up, you uh, But yeah, it's, it's one, two, three, four. I think, as it goes for like, the, the late eighties, early nineties action movies. Come on, though. You have to. You know, it's, it, it, it's either that or Total Recall for his best movies. Do you reckon? Yes. No. Um... For Schwarzenegger's best <coughs> movies. What? So you're going to go over Terminator? He didn't have to do He doesn't act. He doesn't act. He doesn't do a lot. He just walks. And does the. And then in the second and third movie, when. Mm. And the second one's the best one. Yes, yeah, second one is the best one. He overacts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does too much. Yeah, true. And it's, and it's a little bit campy. You know? mm-hmm. If you're going to watch a. If you're gonna watch a like campy action movie from Arnold Schwarzenegger you watch Commando yes uh, that's it okay, okay, okay. true, true life sold <laughs> oh my god true life right. go on um, number two for my second one now bringing in the fact that I, I disagree on the fact of Inglourious Buses I thought Django was better because Django just oh, yeah just, just, Christoph Waltz in it is just no insane. no no but I, yeah. it's not my number two now yeah. And the, with you mentioned a lethal weapon, that needs snuck in. The raid also came to mind. Oh, God. The raid is just... The fight the, scenes the in the raid. Best fighting scene that I've ever seen in my life. But number, number two... Yes, I agree with that. <laughs> number two is Batman the Dark Knight. Yeah? Heath Ledger. Yeah. All the way. The, so the, the, the film See, was, I kind of want to save that for comic book movies. If somebody turned around and said to yeah, me, what's yeah, your yeah. Top, top comic book movie, that would be up there. Yes. And it's... It, and. The thing with the Dark Knight trilogy is that it, it takes something that's supposed to be campy and and you know comicy and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. It's uh, pow and wham and all this kind of stuff, and just go, we're going to dial this down so that you, so that it could happen. 
agree. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but there is something, like you said, when you're real, when you come in drunk or something yeah. like that, I must sit there and I specifically want to watch this film simply for how Heath Ledger portrays the Joker. I could, I, in fairness, I could sit there and go back to YouTube and then just be like Heath Ledger's best moments in Dark yeah. Knight and just watch all of them. Yes. And the same as what you could do with Tom Hardy and, as Bane, mm-hmm. but it, it's yeah. never quite as good, let's be honest. But, it's, but it's yeah, still that fit, yeah. For, specifically for that. They will never make a, a Batman movie that good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dark Knight yeah. was the best one out of the trilogy, the um, Chris Nolan trilogy. It was the best one. Um, then, what's your number two? Sorry, going on to this. What is your number two? Number two, I would say number two. Goodfellas. Okay, another uh, yeah. Okay, obviously okay. De Niro, Pesci, and yeah. yes, another De Niro movie. You've got a thing for De Niro. He's my favorite actor. Is he? You haven't mentioned this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you just saying your child just crept up <laughs> behind him. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I'd say um, I'd say that film just because. Do I really need to explain why? It's, a, it's yes. a good film. <laughs> I'm not convinced. It's not a good film. film. It's a it's a brilliant film. I think it's better. Scorsese's it's best film, I reckon. Uh, I don't, far, I, I don't think that's. I don't think it's very difficult. If I'm honest with you. Well, you say he's a bad director. I think he's. I think he's directed some bad films. Like. I just think he's in a... I think... Sorry, let me rewind. Let me re... Spot. Sorry, let me rewind slightly. I think he's an overrated director. I think there's better directors. Yeah, there's better directors. Like who? Name one. Name one better... Oh, name name a better director. Name a director. Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino's better. Tarantino. Tarantino. No, Tarantino. No, no, no. Tarantino lost it after... No. Oh, come off it. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Inglorious Bastards, Django. Yeah. Even the CSI no. episodes he'd done were the best CSI episodes. Okay. Reservoir Dogs was <laughs> the second Dogs, best film. Phenomenal. Second best film. Pulp Fiction's first best. No. Jackie Brown was good. Wasn't great. Uh, Kill Bill wasn't too keen oh, on. But this is the thing. When you're speaking about an actor... This is the thing that annoys me with, with Scorsese. He very much sticks to this, a very similar genre. Mm-hmm. Either crime or um, yeah, something very similar. Like gangsters and all that kind of stuff. No, Tarantino it's doesn't. Different. It's different. No, it's Westerns. He's done, He's done Westerns. Westerns with, with crime in it. Yeah, oh, Violence. come on. Oh, kill, kill, kill Bill with... Kill Bill, was, kill Bill, we're talking about samurais Violence. for crying out loud. It's all violent. It's Carf- Tarantino does. Carf- no. Yes, of course it is. CSI. He directed the two CSIs. They were not violent. I did not watch CSI. They were horrors mm. and they were thrillers. And this was... Uh, that they done... They've done absolutely incredible here, and you can suck my big time. <laughs> you see, the thing is, I'm going to go on to number one now. Yes. And uh, my number one is a better gangster crime movie. Let's hear it. We've all go done. On. We've all done. We've all done. You know what it is. What is it? It's The Godfather. The first Godfather. Okay, yeah. Okay, go on. The very first okay, yeah. Godfather. The first Godfather is better than Goodfellas. Then why is it not your top? But it's not. No, that's number two, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So what, you said it's number, number two. one yeah, Godfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you can have the same one, no, but I think honestly, if you go back, if you go back to um, gangster crime films, this paved the way. Like there was, there were those black and white movies mm-hmm. and those older movies and all that kind of stuff that were. Yeah, you had the original Scarface that was black and white that was oh, ropey yeah, as hell. That's crap. That was awful. <laughs> but we're talking about a film that set. Al Pacino for the rest of his career. Yeah, of course. Definitely. And um, made um, uh, yeah, it basically made Marlon Brando's Mommy. movie career. 
He was already established. Well, he was already established. He was already very. He was already very good. But I, I don't think that you're ever gonna find a Marlon Brando role that people will know and people will love, and as mm-hmm. much as they do as Don Corleone. Don Corleone. And it's it's gripping all the way through. You've got the as you said earlier the mm-hmm. scene where he goes to the meeting and you can watch Al Pacino act when he doesn't have to actually say anything mm. where he's sitting there mulling over what he has to do where he has to kill the police chief and the um t- uh, yes it's not Tatelli's t- uh, it's the guy who Tatalia. represents the Tatalias yeah and then right at the very end where he's like I'm gonna wrap up all my business but you know. It's I'm 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 doing it in the old style way. I'm not doing it in the old style way. Yeah, it's, I'm wrapping up all my business in one hit. It's dealt with now, and it's it's a bang 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 bang. And now I'm the one. Yeah, I am in charge, and all this kind of stuff. You will never ever find a character as good as that. No, of course. Oh, we're going on right. the fact that, that when you're sick and when you are coming home drunk, this is the film you would pick. No, 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 no. Because when I'm sick and I'm coming home drunk, I would, I would watch Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I've got. But if I was at home, it's a very serious watch. I, no, no. If I was, I, I have done it before. I'm where I'm be like, I'm not getting up from my bed because I'm, I'm not feeling well. Mm-hmm. I've got a spare three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching. I'm. I, I'm watching Godfather. Mm-hmm. I need to see the horse's head in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see all of the other things that cover it, the memes and all this yep. kind of stuff. And I can't, going back on this, thinking about it, I can't believe I haven't put a Star Wars film in it. I agree, I agree. So, but, but if you look Star- at them individually, yeah. they're not great films. No, they're not. They're not. It's a trilogy. Collective, if you yeah. had to turn around and say collective of movies, mm-hmm. it's got to be up there. Yes. But it's never going to be... It's never going to be. It's a never going to be number one, and I, I, I just don't think you're going to find a better film. I don't think you're going to find a better film than than The Godfather. I think you can. Godfather, my is... number one is slightly different, but go on. No, go on. Godfather. You can say Godfather. Godfather. Okay. Uh, no, yeah, Godfather is the film that everyone compares kind of acting and story and plots to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, I'd, I'd say that it's very hard to put a, one above The Godfather. Mm-hmm. Okay, so number one for you. My favourite one, and my number one, and it will always be my number one for those who know me will probably know it already. You can say Howard Duck. No, Howard Duck Duck is incredible. But Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura, like in non stop. And I don't care, it was Jim Carrey's. I like like the way that your partner walked into the room before you even tell her I said they went, Ace Ventura. (laughs) Okay. Can you die? Because when you, it fills oh. your category when you are yeah. sick, when yes. you're not well. Yes. Yes. Whenever yeah. you just want to stick something on, if it is on, it is the perfect film. I tell you why, it's perfect Jim Carrey um, from yeah. from the 80s, 90s, or the early 90s mainly, wasn't it? It was absolutely perfect. Yeah, team. Now, I, can't, I couldn't pick between the two of them which one's my favourite one. Number because one. They're I mean. diff- yeah, but they're different. When Nature Calls has a lot more in it when you look at it. Has I it- disagree completely when somebody said number two was better. Because uh, I, I love the scenes. So it was all about the Miami Dolphins, and it was um, a, a lot of the comedy is based on that. The, when Nature Calls, you've got the bits where he's um, he's playing. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> Nobody wants to play with me. You've got, <laughs> you've got so many things in it, it and it's so, so many lines where you go back to. It does present the best memes. Let's I mean, it's just, it's just, 
Yeah, yeah, Ace Ventura, to this day, will be my personal favourite film. The, s- the first one was better than the, I f- the first one was better than the second one because um, the second one was more slapstick. He didn't really have much of a personality. He just said quirky things. Equitwatcha. <laughs> Let me guess. Fir- white devil. White devil. <laughs> the first one he had more of a, a more of a character. You know, you see his house. You see, mm-hmm. his, you see his home. You see his, his job. You know, he's meeting with clients. Mm-hmm. You know, you meet his previous clients. It's more. You know, it's he had more of a personality basically first one second one he was kind of this guy who followed uh, what's the guy's name the monks what's the guy who's always following around big guy his guide through the jungle oh his guide oh uh, what is his name in it I can't remember um, flat tyre one <laughs> yeah, that's it. yeah he's just following around the same funny things mm-hmm. I like the second one but the first one for me was always better okay and right. that leaves us with your number one, your number one. Ever. it's really hard now because you said I would say The Godfather as well but if I want to come up with something else I'd say um, go on you can still say The Godfather you just add it, add on to the point is it going to be Pirates of the Caribbean no <laughs> don't hate on me that Pirates of the Caribbean is my third best movie I, I, Sex I, Sparrows I'm glossing past it I'm not sure I could say. <laughs> to be fair I probably would say The Godfather it would be an older type film 70s Oh, hang on. Are you going Scarface? No, that was the 80s. Say hello to my little friend. I said The Godfather. But watch out. That was in Ace Ventura as well. <laughs> Thank you. Prove my point. I'll probably say something on the line. It's glossed over my sex drive. <laughs> <laughs> something like Taxi Driver or Serpico or something like that. Something in that era, that kind of... Those two films are still brilliant as well. But I'll probably go back to The Godfather because it's the one of the films that just kind of... It defines, it defines exactly, everyone yeah, it, it defines all the actors that are in it exactly. when you sit there and you watch James Cann um, in another film you're like hang on that's Sonny yeah he was, Sonny Sonny uh, he, he, he didn't die in Godfather he was in Elf wasn't he <laughs> <laughs> same character <laughs> you get out of here Dear me. see Godfather wasn't even in my top five it wouldn't be uh, Untouchables was though Untou- yeah Scarface was, was better than the Untouchables you do not get to I'm going to have to disagree. Why do we invite you? Right, okay. So Can we're going to wrap this one up. We're going to wrap this one up. I hope you guys have enjoyed our little top five um, when it comes down to um, when it comes down to movies and things like that. Um, please, uh, please try and find Dad Namic on uh, Instagram and on our um, on Twitter. Paul, you've got the. What, how, do you, how do you find these guys? How do how do you find us on Instagram and? How do you find us? Well, you use a lovely little thing called a magnifying glass on a <laughs> And you type in Dadnamic, D-A-D-N-N-A-M-I-C. Um, email us your, your thoughts. If you want us to do a podcast on a certain subject, email us at dadnamic at gmail.com. We'd love uh, to hear from you guys. It's been actually actually fantastic that we've actually... We've only been like recording for like a couple of weeks and we've had so much response already from you mm-hmm. um, that we genuinely thought we'd get about, I don't know, five people following us and so far up to 300 and so listeners has been... I, I don't even know if that's people just going, oh, let's see what this is, click. Oh, that's not for me. <laughs> Turn it straight off after a couple of seconds. But even if it is, thank you very much. Um, thank you very much for joining us at Dadnamic. Brad, say goodbye. Thank you very much. Paul, say goodbye. Goodbye. And it's a goodbye from me, Luke. Take care.